today. The White House celebrates Pride Month because Joe Biden really cares who you have sex with. Also, California wants to criminalize parents who don't affirm children who believe they are transgender. And shocking findings from South Korea on COVID vaccine deaths. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez and uh, President Biden hosted the largest Pride Month event in White House history over the weekend. More than a thousand guests attended the event on the White House lawn and he acclaimed the Pride community as the bravest and most inspiring people and an example for the United States and the entire world. He also said that he dedicated his speech to the trans children and told them they belong. Here's some of that watch. We have to act as a nation. We need to push back against the hundreds of callous and cynical bills and laws introduced in states targeting transgender children, terrifying families, criminalizing doctors and nurses. These bills and laws attack the most basic values and freedoms we have as Americans. That's not hyperbole. That's a fact. There's quite a ways. The right to be yourself. The right to make your own health decisions. Mm. Mm. The right to raise your own children. Mm. You know, too many people in the LGBT community are worried and afraid about their future and their safety. So today, I want to send a message to the entire community, especially to transgender children. You are loved. You are heard. You are understood. And you belong. I don't know why he's screaming at them or why he's saying, uh, be who you are, because if we were to allow them to be who they were, we would be telling them that they were born with a penis, therefore they are a boy, and uh, vice versa. But he later in the speech made up this weird fake scenario saying that Americans are getting thrown out of restaurants for being gay, which I personally have not seen happen much. When a person can be married in the morning and thrown out of a restaurant for being gay in the afternoon, something is still very wrong in America. I, I, I don't. I don't, I don't think that's happening. Um, and I don't think that that's legal, but okay. Uh, among the performers, there were the drag queen Britta Filter, who, oh my gosh, I'm a big fan of Britta, Britta Filter. Like the actual, okay. Britta, Britta Filter, like, you, like you're, you're filtering water, but it's a surprise, it's not water, it's this creature. And uh, woman. bisexual singer <laughs> Betty Who, and, of course, they displayed a gigantic progress pride flag on the White House for the event. Uh, but, I mean, it was in the center of two American flags. But the, the, the pride flag was the most important thing. So it was, of course, front and center. Uh, and, of course, the Biden-Harris administration has been one of the most LGBTQIA apostrophe plus uh, root sign whatever friendly <laughs> having some of the most openly lgbtq people working at every level of the government sometimes those members of the lgbtq community who are working in the federal government do get sent to prison 
because they are, in fact, criminals. But I digress. Uh, he, he, uh, <coughs> he tweeted out the photo of the pride flag over the weekend with a message to the country saying, today, the people's house, your house, sends a clear message to the country and to the world. America is a nation of pride. That, that from that yes. angle, it looks like a guillotine. <laughs> from what I saw. Well, yeah. that's not... Uh, not inaccurate, right? That's not inaccurate. Uh, listen, <sighs> oopsies. It's just a weird coincidence. Here to discuss this and more, we have Eric July, founder and owner of Ripiverse Comics and Chad Prather, host of the Chad Prather Show. I heard you guys laughing. I don't know why you think this is funny. This is a very serious event. We got, I mean, we have to honor creatures like that Brita filter. Brita, we have to honor Brita filter. What what would the nation be like? I ask you, what would the nation be like without people like Brita filter? <laughs> Probably better, <laughs> uh, for sure. Probably. Uh, yeah, that's that's. But anyway, this is a bizarre. But that whole line where he said like make your own health decisions, considering mm -hmm. what he is party and all mm -hmm. his constituents mm -hmm. have been saying uh, definitely after 2020 is just. Hilarious, but it goes to show they do not care about contradicting themselves or hypocrites. That's the only stuff that we generally uh, care about. They'll be they'll contradict themselves from what they said yesterday if it's yeah. advantageous to them at the time. That's why it's so hard to uh, how do you argue and reason with a person that that is like that. But yeah, I mean this whole I just don't see how anybody, no matter where you're at on the issue, doesn't find this to be weird. How these guys are paraded around their flag. Is almost looked at in the equivalent sense as we see right here of the uh, of even the American flag as if it's its own government, own ideology, which uh, that's really exactly what it what it is. But now, you know, with him speaking out loud or saying the, what it used to be, the quiet parts now it's not so quiet. They shout it from the mountaintops. This whole trans kids issue thing, and. This is the president, man. Mm -hmm. This is how crazy it's gotten where the president is paying lip service to this idea that a child can be transgender. It's insane. Yeah. It's crazy, man. And I think that's, again, the line that's going to do it for so many people. And you consider just how small in terms of representation of the population that they represent and folks that are bending over backwards, not in a homosexual way, but bending over backwards for this community is bizarre. <laughs> and and again, Paying that lip service to that, uh, to, 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 to transgender children when your president is saying stuff like mm -hmm. that. Because, again, America, there's no such thing as that. That's not a thing. Uh, I, I hate to just be that guy. Usually we say we reserve that kind of talk for people like Glenn. But this is demonic. Yeah. I don't know what else to, to how else can I put this? This is yeah. demons at play here. I so I want to just to kind of hammer Eric's point home here. I want to I want to show two things. Number one, um, there was a tweet that uh, I saw that showed the White House during other times of year. So here is the White House during Easter, the White House during Veterans Day, the White House during Christmas and the White House during Pride Month. As you can see, Veterans Day, no flags on the White House. Uh, no flat, nothing, no, no cross, right, during Christmas or Easter, nothing celebrating all of these things. But you do have the pride flag during Pride Month front and center. Um, I, I don't think there were any American flags during Memorial Day as well, which was just, you know, leading up into Pride Month. And then this tweet from President Biden, who said, Everyone is entitled to dignity and respect, no matter who they are, whom they love, or how they identify. And he lists 
uh, new actions to protect the LGBTQI plus community, uh, strengthening physical safety, and then addressing civil rights violations. So now the Biden-Harris administration wants you to believe that it is a civil rights violation to protect children from pornographic books in, in schools because this says new communication to protect LGBTQI plus students from book bans, which again, it is not a book ban if you can get the if you can Almost, get the you were book, close. You were close, Sarah. If you can so get the book, so if you can get the book on Amazon, it's not a book ban. You don't see Hustler or Playboy in school libraries for a reason because they are inappropriate. So it's not a book ban. But the Biden-Harris administration wants you to believe that they are fighting for the LGBT community because they are fighting against pornographic materials being kept from students, censored from students who obviously are not yet capable of handling that content. Well, I mean, you got to hand it to Joe Biden. He does a great job as the president of the United States of validating individuals and their humanity and their existence. He recognizes their visibility, unless you're his biological granddaughter in mm. Arkansas. Mm -hmm. So it sort of falls on deaf ears, mm -hmm. that type of rhetoric. I know a lot of gay people. I'm just going to come out. Listen, I've tried to be gay. I can't. <laughs> doesn't work for me. You know, Pride Month You wanted is, to be in. You know, I just want to be, be popular. Yeah. I want to be trendy. I love all bright colors. I love the bright <laughs> colors. And being in the entertainment industry for as long as I have, working in Hollywood, doing things with a lot of different entertainers and people behind the scenes, we all know that. There, there's a lot of people in that are gay mm -hmm. that are in that. I don't know a single one that I've had a conversation with, interaction with, a meal with, any single one of them have said, you know, I feel oppressed and I feel worried about my future. Not a single one of them. Um, I have one particular friend who's an agent. He was my agent for a number of years. Uh, he's gay as it gets. And he just, he, one of his, one of his uh, clients just signed a $75 million deal, of which he took 10%. I think he's not oppressed. He's doing pretty damn okay, you know? So this rhetoric, this ideology, I would love to see the uh, picture of the White House on the National Day of Prayer, because they're not going to host that on the front lawn. They're not going to honor that. And you say, well, that's religious. If you don't think this is religious, mm -hmm. they're bowing, paying homage to a symbol. Mm -hmm. uh, they're erecting an idol. If you don't bow down to it, then you're immediately outcast and shunned and, and you're called all the names and castigated. I had somebody, you know, I, I tweeted that picture and somebody said, they responded, they said, they're just flags. Really? Well, there's people who died for Mm -hmm. the, the stars and stripes people died for what that stands for and they said well everybody can be included now well if you understand the meaning of the american flag you understand that the symbolism of it is for everybody to already feel included uh and then there were other people who said you can't point to one specific situation where uh, the lgbtq whatever community has targeted children <clears throat> what really <laughs> <laughs> they said well i'm not they said you can't use uh drag queen story hour either and i'm like well you can't tell me what i can and can't yeah, include it, it doesn't work like that, that. that's not that's not how right. proper debate and discourse goes <laughs> you can't use a biological male exposing their junk yeah. in front of a kid i said i, I said, I said let me simplify it for you stupid <laughs> this is target.com yeah they're selling pride clothing for kids target is targeting kids i said well that doesn't count that's a t-shirt Okay, stupid, this debate is over. <laughs> I gave you your, your example. Right. They targeted kids, it's over with. Right. So, so the logic is gone. The, the idea that they're validating any people is gone. Uh, this whole thing is about money. 
Why is everything about transgenderism now? Why is it all about that? And here's the thing. It'd be one thing. I'm going to break this down on my show after this one, so watch it. Um, I'm going to break down why people are sick of this. It's not because you hate gay people. It's, that's not. I'll tell you why they hate it. But I will go ahead and say this, this whole thing, the reason they're all of a sudden talking about all of this at once, the way they are, and it's, it's just on steroids this time around, is there's money in it. There's money in it. And that's the bottom line. And this administration, Joe Biden don't know what flag was hanging from the White House. He don't know what curtains are hanging in his bedroom. So, you know, but again, the power brokers that are out there, it's about money. Well, I mean, speaking of, they're not after the children. Just go over to California, where uh, a new bill over there in that state would classify not affirming a child's preferred pronoun as child abuse. This is AB 957. And, of course, uh, State Senator Scott Weiner is attached to it. Because, I like, I've literally never... He's a I've, pervert. I've never heard of a person with a more appropriate name than Scott Weiner over in <coughs> California who continues pushing these, you know, uh, LGBT laws that are like, oh, you can have HIV now and knowingly spread it to someone else and that's not a crime. Oh, you can uh, have kids, uh, tra transition kids without letting their parents know. That's not a crime. There's no one that is more appropriately named than Scott Weiner. But uh, it's going to rewrite much of the state's family law and classify as a parent's affirmation of the child's gender identity as part of the health, safety, and welfare of the child. And then they're going to change the definition, of course, of what health, safety, and welfare of the child actually means. And any organization on top of the parents, any organization that uh, interacts with children will be required to affirm gender transitions in minors, which includes schools, churches and hospitals but they're not coming for the children eric mm -hmm. it's quite i mean it's amazing how they get to do that how they how they can claim something is abuse when the thing that they're doing is abuse in itself it's psychological abuse because you're trying to uh tell some child or affirm that they are something that they are not. So that's psychological abuse. It enters into the physical abuse. When I mean, you talk about the sterilization, the puberty blockers, and worse, which we know, and in California that it's happening, that they absolutely are mm -hmm. providing these surgeries mm -hmm. to minors, mm -hmm. okay? So that's literal abuse. I just gave you two examples on both fronts, psychological abuse, emotional abuse as well as physical abuse. And they're going to say that you definitely as a parent, if you don't go along with this charade, that you're the one abusing them. Like, I just, I, like, I know that there's a lot of people that watch the show that's from California and they are trying to go down with the ship or they think <coughs> that they can change the tide. Going back to what I said in the first segment, that place is run by demons for yeah. sure. Yeah. And you might, have to at some point live to fight another day because I don't think you are doing anything that's conducive to liberty. You're not doing anything conducive to your family getting caught up in this bull crap. And then whether you get imprisoned or something of that nature is, is the worst thing that could possibly happen. And again, you're not of use to anybody, including your own children. If you're locked behind bars or you had your child taken away from you because you don't want to uphold this nonsense, these guys are demons. Yeah, there's no question about it. I don't know if you saw in uh, Ottawa, Canada, they got a new deal for the new school year. So if you're a teacher, educator, administrator, you have to automatically refer to the child as they, them. 
until they give you an identifier pronoun, but you no. automatically are passing that law in Ottawa, Canada. So if you're looking at it, you look at Canada and you see what's coming here, and that's the deal. I mean, there's, you got to automatically, your, your student is automatically schizophrenic. But to the point on this thing is, is they have to go after the children, right? Because no movement will exist or last if you don't go after the next generation. Uh, that's why churches have vacation Bible school. That's why they have youth groups. That's why they have Sunday school. They have to capture the next generation. <clears throat> but, you know, the, when the Bolsheviks took over in Russia in 1918, they took the children out of the home, put them in communist schools. Whenever, you know, Hitler was rising to power, he had the Nazi youth. They have to go after the children. And that's whether it's a good movement or a bad movement, you can't say they're not going after children. They have to because all organizations to continue to exist and perpetuate themselves into the future have got to go after the next generation. So to say they're not doing it is, is just asinine and insane. Mm -hmm. It's completely illogical. Of course, they're going after the children. That's what they must do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be back with more. I want to thank our sponsor, Bank on Yourself. So if you have been, I don't know, ever in your life given bad advice about your retirement savings, maybe you were told to max out your 401k, uh, well, you maybe know uh, more than most, the Wall Street casino loves to roll the dice with your hard-earned life savings. But the only thing that Wall Street guarantees is that they always get paid whether you win or lose. There is a better way to grow your nest egg. Bank on yourself is guaranteed and predictable. It's a way to grow your hard-earned money. And this retirement plan alternative gives you 100% control of your money plus tax-free income in retirement. Guaranteed predictable growth and retirement income with no luck, skill, or guesswork required. Your plan doesn't go backward when the markets tumble. Both your principal and growth are locked in. It is tax-free retirement income. You're going to know what your tax rate is going to be in retirement. Zero under current tax law. It's built-in inflation protection. With Bank on Yourself, your money is guaranteed to grow by a larger dollar amount every single year in both good times and bad. Now you can get a free report with all the details on how the Bank on Yourself strategy adds guarantees, predictability, tax savings, and control to your financial plan. You can go to bankonyourself.com slash matters. That is bankonyourself.com slash matters. Bankonyourself.com slash matters. Hey, those of you who are watching on YouTube, we are like so close. I mean, we could hit it tomorrow maybe, uh, so close to hitting 100,000 on YouTube. So make sure that you subscribe, hit the like button, comment, let us know what you think about the news of the day. If you are new here, hello, welcome. Would you like to drink with us whenever we hit 100,000? Great, make sure that you subscribe to the channel. Um, I have one person here who I'm sure won't be here when we hit 100,000, and he would drink with me, but yeah, he won't. Straight edge, man. He's I, so straight edge. I had to look at my numbers here. 341. Oh my God, shut up. You didn't drink with me. I've been hit the mark a couple times. Shut up. <laughs> what a braggart. I'm over here just trying to I'm listen, I'm I am Quit begging for chucking along. I am begging. I just want my kids to think I'm cool, okay? Yeah. And it, they're gonna think I'm cool when I have the little you are cool. cute little YouTube thing, which I don't know if they even send you if you're demonetized. When I guess. I walk by Glenn Beck's dressing room in there, he's got a plaque for when he hit a hundred thousand. I know. They never sent me no plaque. Oh. You never got the honey. Never. They, should, they were got, supposed got, to. Yeah. I've got never mine. got it. It's probably with my ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> you should have made sure that you specified you wanted that in the divorce. But. I didn't get the quarter million mark. I got nothing. 
Well, I think it's a million. I think it's a hundred thousand. They give you another one at a million. Million, and then it's like five or ten million where you get the. It's like a gold one. That's a bit. That's a very big gap. Yeah, yeah it's a big gap. Hundred thousand. Yeah. Give me ten million subscribers on YouTube. I'll buy my own plaque. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, help us out if you would uh, help me show my kids that I'm cool. Um, I wanna. I wanna bring up this new study from South Korea. This is the South Korean National Reporting System, uh, their medical reporting system that found that among Roughly 44 million residents that are 12 and older who received at least one vaccine dose through December 2021. Uh, it's just that those people had the highest vaccine-related myocarditis rates. This is males 12 through 17 and 18 through 29 had a rate of 5.29 and 2.93 per 100,000. Uh, nearly 20% of the va vaccine-related myocarditis were severe cases. And among those severe cases, 9 in 10 required ICU admission. 3 in 8 had a fulment myocarditis that is marked by severe and sudden onset and high mortality rate. And 22% uh, of each death uh, and required extracorporeal membrane oxygenation therapy. Um, so this is, I'm going to throw up a tweet here from uh, Tracy Hogue. I hope I'm not mispronouncing her name. This is a, a doctor and Ph.D., said, just published Korean nationwide study reports eight cases of sudden cardiac death attributable to vaccine-related myocarditis proved by an autopsy, all developed less than one week post-mRNA vaccine, two females, six males, three post-dose uh, one, five post-dose two, all less than 46 years old. How is this possible that we are living in a time where there are not... Like, I mean, this is... People getting put under the prison. I'll yes, crimes against humanity. Yeah. This is crimes against yeah. humanity. I mean, we had Nuremberg trials in this world, and we decided as a as a cohesive, you know, world world powers that this was this type of thing was not supposed to be done. Governments were not supposed to be requiring their own citizens to get injected with something uh, that was going to harm them. And now here we are, and yet still, I would just like to throw in here as well, yet still the White House is still enforcing mask mandates for unvaccinated visitors. Oh, this makes me mad. So here is a White House Office of Legislative Affairs, an email from them. Masking guidance. Fully vaccinated guests are not required to wear a mask on White House grounds. Guests who are not fully vaccinated must wear a mask at all times and maintain at least six feet distance from others while on the White House grounds. This is, of course, after Joe Biden signed a resolution in April ending the COVID-19 emergency orders. But you still, as an unvaccinated person, have to wear a mask to go visit the White House. I'm about to break this on the table. You still have to wear a mask as punishment for not taking a jab that is killing people. Let's open that up, sir. I'll take ah! it. Um, so, yeah, things are crazy here. South Korea is an interesting story. For those of you that don't know, I actually covered this back in March of 2020. They were one of the first countries that actually had collected data about the, the, the whole uh, uh, COVID stink. And the data showed exactly what it showed after the fact. Coming from South Korea. That it was basically harming the el very elderly, mm -hmm. a lot of people with comorbidities. All that data was already available. I was ringing the alarm. And go back and watch my old videos, y'all. I was ringing the alarm. I was like, please do not overreact. overreact. 
I don't have a PhD. I'm not a medical doctor. Yet I somehow was able to figure it out. And now these guys are late to the party and they don't went as far as to get your children or say that you must get the least vulnerable population. The population where their risk, if they did catch the COVID stuff, was, I mean, if you want to round it to the nearest number, that number is zero. zero. It's zero. Yet they were just screaming at the top of their lungs that you had to get it. And it happened worldwide. It wasn't just in a unique to American thing. And that's where the criminal behavior is. Because despite this evidence being very available to us early, that particularly young males were getting myocarditis and pericarditis. They were getting issues with the heart after taking this. The risk is not there. Why on earth would you take something that might mess up your heart to stop yourself, I guess, from maybe having some symptoms to something that you might not have symptoms for in the first place because at your age, mm -hmm. the risk is essentially zero. Yeah. So that's where the criminal behavior is, is that this, let's not act like this data is new. We knew about the myocarditis and young, and young, and young folk a long time ago, right? Yet they still pushed it. And that's why I say guys like the Fauci's of the world, Walensky who just resigned and she's going to get off easy. Trial ain't enough. They need to be put in a prison, not in it. Actually take them out and throw them under that bad boy because that's where they belong. These guys are criminals of the utmost. I mean, by literal textbook definition, they are criminals. And the fact that they're able to get Fauci still walking the streets like nothing happened. These last three years, all of these people, these doctors, um, uh, uh, like these these guys that work, of course, for the government, the medical doctors that work for the government that were shilling for this jab. Right. As all of this stuff, we, we and then they were banning people, all the people that were in in on it as the information was starting to spread. And the doctors that did have sense tried to ring the alarm. They were saying, look, this is this is a, this is a mistake. And then they got you. They silenced. You remember the it was Dr. Erickson, and those guys out of out there in California. I think I covered that. They took my video down. They were taking everybody's video down that was talking about them speaking about what, the, the youth. So you did that to the youth. And they have nerve to try to lecture people as, and act as if they have the moral high ground. It's 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 insane. I, to add to Eric's point, Chad, I remember um, whenever the vaccine first came out and we were talking about it and we were talking about the issues and we were talking about all of a sudden this weird myocarditis that started popping up in young in young people. And I remember I remember there was a point where the uh, one of the you know boards of the, the CDC were going to meet to discuss the myocarditis that was happening and decide whether or not they wanted to give a different opinion uh, or different instructions to Americans. And they postponed it because of a Juneteenth celebration. So they couldn't meet, they, listen, they were busy. They had to take the government <laughs> holiday for Juneteenth and they couldn't get to it. And once they did finally get to it, cause it wasn't a priority for them. Your health mm -hmm. wasn't a priority to them. When they finally got to it, uh, you know, they, it was like, what you would expect, right? Like, oh, don't worry, nothing to see here. We're just not gonna allow Johnson and Johnson. But all the other ones are totally fine, even though all of these other countries, including South Korea, were bringing forth this evidence, this data that said, this is not okay. Something is very wrong. People's livelihoods were ruined over Absolutely. this. Not just doctors, but people who wouldn't get the shot. Their, their livelihoods were ruined over this. And now, Literally all of the data that we see shows that they were right to not get it. We were right. And yet still 200 colleges in this country require their students to be vaccinated. Y'all need anger management. <laughs> <laughs> Who's from, uh, okay?
Let's just bring this back to the center. I can't. Uh. Listen, I, you and I had a conversation on my show last week where I told you that Pfizer just bought Arena. Arena mm -hmm. creates the medication that fights this kind of thing. And so they not only created the thing that causes the, the thing, mm -hmm. now they bought the company that makes the medication that that The problem and the solution. The, so, yeah, exactly. So it's all about the money, right? And by the way, that email that went out from the White House talking about the mask mandate and the social distancing that was included too was to the Nash for the National Day of College Athletes or not National Day but the College yes. Athletes Day where they brought them in there. These are young athletes in college, prime of their life, prime fitness, all of these things. Those were the ones. Now you look at the videos of the Pride Day. There's no mask. There's no social distance. I mean, they're just rubbing monkeypox all over each other. <laughs> and I mean, there's there's Pete and chasing Buttigieg out there playing grab. And right there in front of the pride flag and the whole thing. And it's a joke. It's a clown show. It's a circus. It's a charade. The whole deal is. But again, it all comes back to the money. That's why we know that. You and I, you and I, we all said over and over again, listen, I've done enough drugs in my life <laughs> that I know that when I do them, it's going to make me feel different. That's why you do them, right? So if you do the drugs and you know it, sometimes you go on a bad trip. And you're like, holy shit. That's a bulldozer flying around. And it's like, I'm never doing acid again because I had a chemical reaction in my body. My brain didn't fit well with that bad trip. And now I'm having reactions, you know, and flashbacks of the earth getting bitten off behind me while I'm walking on the beach. So I've done enough of that stuff to know that when the government comes out with a serum that says you're going to be perfectly fine if you put this in your arm. No, <laughs> no. That's why I still have Bitcoin sperm, baby. It is. It is. It is unvaxxed, untouched, untainted. You just pay for the reversal of the vasectomy and I'm delivering it to you the old fashioned way, but I'll give it to you because we got to save the planet. And that's the only way to do it. Unvaxxed right here, baby. Pure blooded. He does. It but is a requirement that it has to be the old It's got to be. It's, we got to do it manually and just old fashioned way. It's got to be a delivery system like your mom and daddy did it. But let me tell you something. <laughs> You're not getting me in a tube. Here's the thing. <laughs> We're not involving pharma in this transaction. But here's the thing. They villainized us. We said it with common sense. We said it with common sense. And you're to your point, Eric. We don't need a medical degree to be able to tell you what makes sense. I learned that by doing drugs. <laughs> I mean, I was smarter than Dr. Fauci, the world's virologist, and I was smarter than him. Why? I call it pot. Yeah. Well, and by the way, I know we got to go to break, but by the way, like we said all these things knowing that we were going to be outcast and villainized because we care. Like I care, I cared that pregnant women were getting the vaccine. Absolutely. Seeing all of these miscarriage rates. I cared about all of these people who ended up in the hospital and put on, you know, remdesivir when their organs failed. Like we cared about people enough to say this, and now it's just really frustrating seeing all these things and still seeing the United States government go along with it um, and pushing people more, you know, to be more prone into death. I'll just go ahead and say it. I'm already demonetized on, you, on YouTube, so who cares? Uh, all right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Tommy John. So uh, most of your dad's tastes, I guess, maybe get better with age, like scotch or steaks, I don't know, naps. But uh, he might not have yet upgraded his underwear if he's still uh, rocking those old tidy whities It is time for an overdue upgrade. Listen, I'm, this is saying this, but like, I don't, you probably shouldn't know what type of underwear your dad wears. I don't know what kind of underwear my dad wears. I don't want to know what kind of underwear my dad wears. But what I do know is that he will be the most comfortable in Tommy John underwear. Chad wants to say something. No, I was just going to say, around my house, you knew what your dad's underwear looked like because it was all Hanes tidy whities that weren't tidy or whitey. Really? They're just hanging down. <laughs> Fruit of the loom. <laughs> you don't do that. Like a hammock. Don't, 
Don't don't do that to your don't do that to your dad. Rear end looked like Morse code in them. There's so many holes. <laughs> That's why your dad needs Tommy John. I'm telling you guys, we have Tommy John in our house because they don't. I mean, they have stuff for men and women. Uh, they've got it all. They've got loungewear, not just underwear, but it is literally the softest, most comfortable fabric I have ever put on my body. My husband has the the boxer briefs. He agrees. We've got the loungewear. We've got it all. It really is the softest and the best. You can go to uh, TommyJohn.com slash Y for Father's Day. Get 20% off your first order. I'm telling you, your dad will thank you. It's save 20% for dad right now at TommyJohn.com slash Y. See site for details. For the first time, uh, the man who has been charged with manslaughter for killing Jordan Neely on a subway train. This is Daniel Penny. He is speaking out. He posted a video over the weekend uh, defending his actions back in May. Uh, This was, of course, the it came after this is very bizarre to me. It came right after Daniel Perry in Texas, who uh, was charged for defending his own life um, against the BLM riots and a man that you know, flashed a gun at him. And then we had Daniel Penny in New York City on a subway, Jordan Neely acting erratically, threatening to kill and harm people on the subway. And uh, Daniel Penny explained this confrontation in this video, watch. This was a scary situation. And uh, Mr. Neely came on, he was he was threatening. He's, he's a, I'm 6'2", and he was taller than me. So it was, and there's a common misconception that Marines don't get scared. We're actually taught uh, one of our core values is courage and Courage is not the absence of fear, but how you handle fear. And, you know, I was scared for myself, but I looked around, I saw women and children. He was yelling in their faces, saying, saying these threats. I couldn't just sit still. Some people say that I was holding on to Mr. Neely for 15 minutes. This is not true. I mean, between stops is only a couple minutes. And so the whole interaction lasted less than five minutes. Some people say I was trying to choke him to death which is also not true. I was trying to restrain him. Uh, you can see in the video, there's a clear rise and fall of his chest, indicating that he's breathing. I'm trying to restrain him from him being able to carry out the threats. And then some people say that this is about race, which is absolutely ridiculous. I didn't see a black man threatening passengers. I saw a man threatening passengers. Um, you know, they, there are all of these very radical DAs across the country, uh, Soros DAs oftentimes. And I, you know, it's getting really scary because I think that it's very clear (coughs) that they want you to be too scared to defend yourself at the same time that they are letting out actual criminals. I mean, Jordan Neely had a very, very long rap sheet of uh, criminal behavior. And yet, If you're riding the subway in New York, you should be too scared to defend yourself or women and children around you. Yeah, that's I think that's what officers and and DAs and I think that's been the message has been sent really all across the, the nation. I mean, if anything, 2020 showed you that where they'd much rather you be scared to death to the point to where someone does something to you, often irreversible. And they'd much rather that happen as opposed to you doing something and putting it in your own hands. Because every time that happens, that person is seen with or met with some sort of consequence. I always bring up the pawn shop owner. 
uh, I think it was in Minneapolis when uh, doing the Summer of Love and Luther comes in and he shoots him and he dies and they erase him from her. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it, it's always, and then that's because I think they tried to pin that because I think they have a duty to retreat law where essentially you can't even defend yourself yeah. unless you're like about to die. And then at, at that point, it's probably too late anyway. But otherwise, you'd be criminalized. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, this is the issues that I have with the state and why in itself it's so dangerous, not just in the actions that it inflicts upon other individuals, but also in how it threatens people to not act, you know, as community, to not act even as individuals in protecting themselves and the people around them. And that's the thing that sucks so much, because this is just yet another example of it where someone I mean, videos, I always, you know, someone's threatening someone, threatening a group of people. And I guess you're just supposed to stand around and wait maybe until this guy carries something out. And we could sit up here and talk to a blue in the face and theorize like maybe, oh, well, he's just back crap crazy. He wasn't even going to do anything. But when the when you're in in the moment, you have no idea, man. And often people that have never been in conflict are the ones that say that. It's easy. After the fact, everybody's kind of the armchair quarterback. And we can say, should have did this, should have did that. But I say this is a guy that used to bang. You know, when you're faced with you're looking down the barrel of that gun or, you know, you're faced with fight or flight or you're faced with, OK, I have to do this. Otherwise, it could. People that ain't never been in conflict don't know anything about that. So it's easy for them to say, yeah, just just wait until they do do something physically right. to harm someone else, and that's that's unfortunate. And hope that you live through it so yeah. you can defend yourself. Well, these, you know, Soros-funded yahoos, the DAs and all the rest of them, they should ride the subway. Yeah. Just let them go ride the subway. Don't take your security detail with you. Don't do any of that. Just go ride the subway every day and be forced to do that, and then you come back with a different perspective. Because if Jordan Neely had pulled out a gun and shot everybody on that train car, they'd have been elated. They'd have been all like, look, oh, now we got another another opportunity to talk about common sense gun reform and all this kind of stuff. So this, this I mean... Good job, Daniel Penny, for doing what you did. Um, if I'm in that situation, I want you know all the all the pennies I can get around me, right? So I'm hope because again, if if it, that he hadn't done it, they would have been saying well, there was a marine on the car. Why didn't he do something about this guy? Why didn't he shut him down? So it's it's the hypocrisies there, but. Yeah, um, I say let's go back to not relying on the police and relying on all this kind of stuff. Just take care of your own stuff. Yeah, it's it solves the problem. Yeah. It, I mean, it did, did, did the issue not get resolved here? Right. I mean, he's not going to attack any. He will not commit any more felonies. Right. That's a guarantee. Yeah, he won't do it. Just like George Floyd, he's drug free. Yeah. <laughs> and like years. I say, like two things can be true. It can be yeah, unfortunate that someone someone died, but in the same respect, we can't just sit up and ignore someone threatening people. Right. We right. cannot do that, right. man. Right. They probably should have thought about that before they threaten people. Yeah. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be right back. Sorry. Over the weekend, Fox News sent a cease and desist letter to Tucker Carlson, alleging that he broke his contract by launching a new show on Twitter. This is, of course, Tucker on Twitter. He has branded it and uh, it has had over 100 million views since its launch with just two shows posted. Harmeet Dillon is Tucker's attorney and uh, she posted a tweet over the weekend in defense of Her friend and client, she says Tucker Carlson, will not be silenced by the far left or by Fox News. 
uh, Fox sends Tucker Carlson, this is Scoop, Fox sends Tucker Carlson cease and desist letter. She followed it up with another tweet that was interesting because she says she's not appearing on Tucker Carlson, uh, any, I'm sorry, on Fox News anymore because she is committed to free speech. And she says, what you are seeing on Fox today is a censored version of the news. Keep that in mind as you make your viewing and your commenting choices. I tend to agree. And it seems that Tucker is not uh, is not being intimidated because his producer, Justin Wells, posted on Twitter yesterday that Tucker will respond to the recent Trump indictment on his new show tomorrow. So we will see how this plays out. But, you know, you got to believe if you're Tucker Carlson and you have the right people around you to review your contracts, you're not going to make such a stupid mistake as to get yourself involved in a legal battle that you can't clearly win. And I wouldn't put it past Fox to be like, oh, we totally forgot to address Twitter or social media at all because we thought mainstream media was the thing and didn't realize that it was dying all around us. Yeah, this whole deal, deal is interesting. I mean, I remember that rumors were floating around that that was a thing, and then it uh, seemed like the attorney is really confirming that, yeah, there there were some uh, kind of, I don't want to say a conflict of interest. It's more uh, they felt like they he couldn't do anything. Yeah, they wanted to sideline him uh, until his contract until was up. Until his contract yeah. was, was up. And that's, I, I, it's several different angles to take, but I think it's more telling that, you know, a contract like that is is a thing. Um, uh, it was not a clean break, uh, clearly. Um, it was not something that both sides kind of agreed upon. Like, this is okay, it's whatever, you don't agree with me, I don't agree with you. I'm going to go do my thing, you keep doing whatever. That, that wasn't what this was. It's clearly more to the story. I'm always intrigued by that because, you know, it's, it's, it's a contractual dispute. It's a it's a um, it, it's something that we see and we've all dealt with. We all do stuff over here at the Blaze. But um, the fact that he's going to keep doing it, I think that's what people want in a Twitter Look, man, Twitter, you're in a decent spot right now, uh, Elon. I don't know. You, you better be taking advantage of it because you see what's going on with with Twitter, with with him and Fox. But also, I don't know if you guys seen what's going on with like Twitch right now and mm-hmm. and and all that. And uh, we know YouTube's gonna YouTube. Like you are positioning yourself, or you by proxy, really. You didn't have to do anything. You kind of just in a position. You had the user base. To just make some sort of something that is really good for video content for all of us. So we'll see. Yeah, we got about a minute, Chad. Well, you know, I, it, why belabor the point? I mean, I think that it's pathetic. It, when you watch these mainstream outlets that are just absolutely in decline, it's pathetic to watch their efforts to try to, you know, silence all voices that could potentially hinder them in any way. Listen, you've already put the nail in the coffin. It's a done deal. Um, and the idea that you're going to continue to go out and silence a guy uh, for what he's saying, it makes you look very, very suspect, even more so than what we already believe about you. Yeah, it's like, how did you think that this was going to end? Yeah, yeah. What, what did you? How did? I mean, what did you think was you, going? You to murdered a guy and then don't want people to worship him. Exactly. Right? I mean, it's, exactly. It's, here it is. Yeah, yeah, so. exactly. Should have maybe wargamed this one out a little further, yeah. Fox. All right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. <clears throat> Jill Biden, First Lady Jill Biden, uh, had an interesting moment over, I, this was the end of last week. She thought that she was like really, really building up the crowd for this awesome applause and it did not go the way that she thought. Watch. And as I've traveled around the country, I've visited red states and blue states, and I found that the common <coughs> values that unite us 
are deeper than our divisions. And um, I thought you might clap for that. <laughs> That is just giving me major Jeb Bush energy. Uh, let's have a flashback to that watch. Please clap. Aww. Aww. That is so sad. What's, what's funny is how these people think they actually inspire other people. Yeah. She, it's about self-deception. Well, I mean, it's like, what are you, she has compared Hispanics to breakfast tacos. Yeah. She has, what else has she done? She's she dresses like a bedspread. And other than that, there's nothing about her that's memorable. Yeah, it's really Nobody was sad. listening to her. <laughs> no. Nobody. That pack of nerds in there, they weren't listening to her. And yet, she's the one who has to go to the campaign trail because they can't trust Joe Biden. I was trying to, I was, had to comment on that clip, and I wasn't listening to her. <laughs> So you just made this up? Yeah. You didn't even I mean, hear it? Other than the clap thing. Because I want to see what was so motivational. And I was like, nah, I didn't get it. <laughs> she thought she had a nice little one line. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't land. You know? To be fair. Comedian, you know, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. Timing was off. Yeah. To be fair, I mean, it's still whatever she has to say is better than her husband, who happens to be the president. So there's that. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.